2: To the Sharon Kleiner Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now here's your host, Sharon Kleina.
0: I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleiner Hour: The Power of Water and Water Life Science. This is our tenth year on the radio with the Power of Water Water Life Science show. We have had a goal and a focus for many years to get you educated and keep you reminded, even you physicians and researchers that are listening, that I hear most of my people who listen uh, are in research and um, physicians throughout the world, that water needs to be a focus. We need to be reminded of that focus. And so far back when I started Biologic Aqua Research, now Water Life Science, I was relearning a direction that had been forgotten for many, many years, let's say maybe close to 100 years, that water will be the salvation of the eternity of all life on earth. Without the water, that fresh water on the planet, you would not be alive. You would not be here. So this show that we founded 10 years ago and all the wonderful guests that have come on from different countries of the world and in our country, the United States of America, we were learning with their education and direction to discover something. So when you're listening to the show, it's almost like you're in a research lab discovering new thinking and being reminded about some things you maybe have not understood. What you haven't understood, for example, my research has been for all these years to study the evaporation of water loss in your body, all but life, an organism of the planet, of living life, but also better understanding of the evaporation of water loss in your water vapor of the atmosphere that you're breathing. That breath of earth and your breath of life is what keeps you alive. And as I keep reminding on the show, every show, I will do it forever, that your body is made up of water. And yes, you've heard of that. I know you, you know, but guess what? I'm going to take you on this hike again. Surrounding the planet Earth, billions of years ago, there was water vapor in the air with a mist. But all of a sudden, the vapor began to evaporate differently. It's not just a mist, but with a droplet of rain. Because around the universe, there was something changing with that rhythm. And remember, you're sitting on a planet that's in rhythm with the universe. That rhythm. Life began with water as that water pounded in. Evaporation from the water vapor to the planet Earth and in time, that's where we're at today, is water. This is the next step. Your mother nourishes you in a womb of water. And you begin to develop organs of life, like Earth has organs of life, to develop, to live inside of your mother is this miracle of nature to develop each one of those organs to a percentage of water. Example, the brain is 80 to 85% water connected at the same moment in the womb at the same breath as the eyes. At the surface of the eye is 99% water when you are born in all those organs, your lungs, your liver, your skin, your blood, your bones, your kidneys, your muscles, your teeth, your heart, all have a percentage of water to give you the organs that you need that when you come to this planet and you live right in that moment of birth and you're no longer in your mother's pocket of nature's water, you begin an evaporation. That evaporation begins immediately. So what keeps you alive immediately is the water vapor that is in the air around you. Your eyelid opens. Immediately, the eyes begin an evaporation. The skin is evaporating. Everything about your body is evaporating because you're no longer in that funnel of water, in that den of water. There are no two eyes alike, no two skins alike, and much of you is so unique, you even have a little different look. And always remember around the planet Earth, when this cycle began with nature, with that evaporation process, there were different colors of skin, different colors of hair, different traditions of nature that began all over the planet with nature an evaporation of life. Your body is living every day with the evaporation of water, and that's what this show is all about. For you to learn that you have to learn five things. You must learn how to breathe, and we're going to talk about that today with Dr. Chow. You need... It's vital. You need to learn every day to do breathing exercises. So that you're breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth to filter yourself out like the earth does. But you're breathing in that water vapor to pull it to the body. And it's like Dr. Pollock said, who was one of our guests recently, we're a battery charging with the water vapor's electrolytic ability to communicate with us. That's why we're all so unusually different. Number two, you've got to learn to drink a lot of water. Dr. Chow will talk about that today. I will talk about that today. We've all been talking about that. It is vital. I'm not including tea. I'm not including juices. I'm not including, I mean drinking water by the glass. And we'll teach you today why you drink a full glass. Number three, the choice of food that you choose, the diet you choose, the nutrition you choose, is vital to your personal health of how you evaporate. It's important. You must digest that food. You must absorb that in a manner that gives you the nutritional value with all those organs that to you be able to get the energy and the healthiness that you require as a person, individually, uniquely you. Number four, moderate exercise. Learning how to move around. Don't just sit and be a couch potato. Do everything you can to keep that motion going, that circulation going, and that digestive flow, but keep that communication as a battery that you are electrolytically charging with the water vapor for a better health and filtration to your body. Last one, five. Learn how to sleep. Don't make it just go lay down on a favorite pillow. Learn how to sleep. Do everything you can to have a good night's sleep with the planet Earth. If you can learn those five things, you are on the road for what's called, and we're bringing it back to fruition fruition again. Thousands of years ago, it was called holistic medicine and natural health. Well, guess what? We're going to talk about that today. It is now finally, finally being understood why water is vital to finding the cure because of evaporation and the water vapor and our planet earth's water but it's finally learning that the holistic side of nature's will the faith of all will and gift of this planet is for you to discover how to live in a healthier with a healthier lifestyle and you have to put water as your priority it has to be for you to be healthy and remember if you're not healthy others around you may be exposed to that unhealthiness. That's my commentary today. Today we're going to have Dr. Effie Chow, PhD, and I'll get into introducing her before she comes on uh, after our uh, our sponsor's message, but she is going to teach us a lot. Listen well, all of you, because she is a master worldwide at what she does recognized worldwide at what she does, and uh, she is amazing. I've gotten to know her very well. She's dedicated, she's focused, and she is going to teach us today how you can be healthier and learn to live in a healthier planet with a new lifestyle. But first, we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, the only product with a patent and description of water globally. It's the only product worldwide to supplement the surface of the eye's evaporation. You will listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist with tissue culture grade water and just a mist. And then we'll come back with Dr.
3: Chow.
1: Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you.
2: Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. To the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program.
0: Dr. Chow, are you with us? <laughs> Hello, I sure am. Well, I want to introduce you first, and uh, let me tell the audience a little something about why I find you so absolutely amazing and. Uh, Globally uh, amazing is what you've done throughout your life. Uh, I want the audience you. to know in July of 2007, pardon me, t- July 2000, Dr. Chow was appointed by, at that time, the President of the United States to the original 15-member White House Commission in Complementary and Alternative Medicine to teach the policy to the, to the United States. She is world-renowned to Joe Grandmaster energy healer, acupuncturist, author, international speaker, humanitarian, and futurist and visionary. I could tell you, audience, on and on more, but I picked out some things here. In 2003, she was appointed by the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago to their national task force on the 21st Century Initiative on Life and Health. Along the way, she had no end of awards. But November 9th in 2008, she was knighted as a ding by the Sovereign Order of the Orthodox Knights Hospitaller, I hope I did that right, of St. John of Jerusalem. In 2008, advisory board member to the PBS, um, oh, she was... uh, Ordered to be a member of PBS, a new three-show series of new discoveries in alternative medicine. Along the way, she was uh, appointed. She had many things in between there too. But she was also uh, uh, named Strathmore's Who's Who of the World. Dr. Chow was recently appointed by North America CEO of Lee Hollywood Movie and Film China Company. She was the founder and proclaimed at the World Tai Chi Chi Day, April 28, 2012, happening now in 70 countries. She has clients all over the world audience. She at Stanford Hospital, she's been a medical uh, research nurse in pioneering arenas of, of new, new discovery. Dr. Chow has a Ph.D. in higher education and a master's degree in behavioral science and communications. I could tell you more. She is endless. And Dr. Chow, uh, how did you, when did you start visioning where you're at today so far, when you, so far long ago? How did you vision that?
3: Okay, uh, Sharon, first I want to thank you for such a glowing uh, background on myself, um, I had to kind of, I, I had to kind of slap myself to believe that uh, I was fortunate to, to able to participate in all that you said and more, and yeah, uh, I- and comparing and comparing to you, you have accomplished so much that I feel very humbled. And well, thank uh, you for your
0: coming from you, Doctor Chow. Uh, <laughs> I, I am so grateful
3: that uh, I can hopefully earn your respect and uh, what but we do. I, th- I think but we're a ca- mutual admiration the- club here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, uh, okay. we've gotta, we're going to do we're, today. We're going to teach our audience globally uh, why you're the founder of the East West Academy of Healing Arts and you're so into the world, uh congress of Qigong and Tai Chi. Uh, But tell us, when you started out as a young woman, uh, where did you live? Where did you grow up?
3: Well, uh, in a short abstract, actually, I was a rebel right from the very beginning in my mother's womb (laughs) (laughs) because everybody in my family, nine siblings, were born in Canada, but I refused to be born in Canada. I had to be born in China. So on one of the many then I, I was born in Canton, China. Mm-hmm. And I came over when it was the war time, and my father had done some favor for the China government, and they consented to let me come to Canada. That saved my life because all the people of my, uh, of many of the people of my village had been killed off in the war. Uh, it, this is World War Two, and so therefore I was very fortunate I was be able to uh, grow up in Canada, and also my family was steeped with Chinese tradition, and uh, they weren't acupuncturists, but they dealt a lot with herbs and food as a as a herbal medicine, and living right, positive mental attitude, and being committed to community affairs and that I took after my dad and my mom. They were very active, and and being involved and interested in all the aspects of life. And Mm -hmm. we're Buddhist, as well as I'm Christian. And so, Mm -hmm. integrating Chinese medicine, and uh, with Western medicine, with my nursing background, and also then integrating uh, philosophy and religion. And that created a very exciting aspect of my life. Now, how did I get into Chinese medicine? I practiced acupuncture and Chinese medicine, as well as qigong. Uh, But qigong is the basis of Chinese medicine. It's the energy Mm -hmm. concept, and the balance of the energy is health. But when I was in nursing, I witnessed the revolving door concept. You know, people didn't quite get well. They come back, and they go out, and then they come back. And having witnessed, actually, miracles in traditional Chinese medicine, uh, that it was very disturbing to me. And so then my father died with uh, medical complications or just a simple Bell's palsy, um, uh, you know, uh, condition. And so that really hit me. And you know how sometimes in your life there's a certain aspect in your life that really digs deep into your heart. Well I right. did because, yes, and I know you've experienced it too. And, uh, and everybody listening probably have a similar situation. Mm-hmm. But you know, my dad and I were very close and he was a bright, wonderful man. And so I got to studying Uh, Chinese medicine as well while I was uh, uh, doing nursing because my father having died with the complications of Western medicine, and I witnessed people who lived another 15 years after my father and his friends, acupuncturists at Qigong, worked on uh, cases that the doctors in Duncan had said, well, we give up on them and they're going to die. So then my father said, well, can we work with him in our way? And many of them lived 10 and 15 years longer after they were predicted to die. So you see, that really hit core. chord. I said, there must be something. So I integrated now Chinese medicine and Western medicine and work with hospitals and universities and so forth. And in fact, I'm very pleased that my senior year's I was just appointed as a faculty member to the University of Hawaii, the John A. Byrne School of Medicine. So, mm-hmm. uh, so when, when you're appointed in your senior year, that's really quite a <laughs> compliment. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, we, uh, we all, I, and it was
0: just like a Nobel Prize winner that won Uh, In Japan recently, it took him many years to get to that uh, prize, where the molecule has waste
3: in it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Uh, Yeah. So (laughs) uh, anyway, uh, I mentioned Chinese medicine because your primary interest in water is mine as well because I'm finding (laughs) that in uh, my practice, teaching or in clinical practice, or involved with research, that moisture and water is primarily the important essence of factor in our lives. And I myself am discovering, as you've been talking, that our atmosphere is drying up. People are having more skin conditions because of their dryness and also eye conditions. And not only that, but many of my clients, I have very seriously ill clients as well as people who are suffering from stress and the minor colds and flus and things like that. But still comes back down to the dehydration of the individual. Unknowingly, people aren't drinking enough water. And so I have clients who have strokes and uh, these are, are uh, clients that's been hopeless with Western medicine, and a lot of them come to me. Many of my clients are, quote, hope, hopeless clients uh, as determined by Western medicine, and that's the first thing I do. So with strokes, with Parkinson's, 12-year Parkinson stroke... Have you been running
0: into, with, Dr. Tao, I'm going to interrupt here before we go on. Yes. Have you been running into any uh, work you've been doing with Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's Yes, good,
3: yeah, uh, I'm glad to hear that. Good. Yes, good. Alzheimer, I'm doing a lot with Alzheimer and uh, cardiac condition, uh, ADHD, um, cerebral palsy, PTSD, you know, we work with the veterans. PTSD doesn't just only, is not only a veteran's problem. It is everybody's problem now. Anybody who is... Exactly. It's emotional, you
0: know. You can have a child, a young girl who's been raped, and it it could devastate her with PST for the rest of her life.
3: Yes, exactly. You you could
0: have a young man whose father and mother died in a car wreck. Uh, You could have a child who was so... Severely bullied, uh, they're finding uh, bullying is a very severe. Uh, that one child in yes. the family could have a PTSD over bullying.
3: Exactly, and but we uh, mostly, unfortunately, people have said, "Oh, PTSD, oh, veterans." You know, no. Uh, let me give you an example. Uh, a 22-year-old young lady, she was depressed for eight years and attempted suicide five times. And everybody said, oh, poor, uh, let's call her May, oh, poor May, she's so depressed about her father's death, which happened at the time when she became depressed. And so everybody, oh, poor May, she's so depressed about her father, wanting to take her life. And so the uncle referred her to me because he knew the kind of work I was doing. And so she came with me, I mean, with her mother to me, and the very first time and uh, I have a knack of digging into deep things in people, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so right away when she came first time, the first time I met her and her mother, and uh, and she came out and she said, "Well, it's not my father. I'm okay with my father, and uh, that's not what makes me commit suicide." And so, uh, and the mother said, "What?" you know, of course, shocked that it wasn't father that was troubled. And so I said, okay, May. oh, what is that? What's going on in your life? And she said, well, I've been bullied all these eight years by, quote, my friends. That happens a lot in school, but not oh. only in school, but the veterans and everybody. Everybody who was having trouble. And she was like, and didn't know how to deal with it. And so one thing, though, I find is that with every client of mine, I always check how much water have you had. And this- Dr. Chow, let's
0: do something. Now. One time. is the show. Yeah, yes. Dr. Chaw, let's do something right now, so that the audience can understand, because I've studied this, and because I've been influenced by you, and 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 I'm very very much excited to get to know you and what you've been teaching me. About Qigong and Tai Chi, but yes, begin to educate the audience before we get into teaching them how to drink water here and then why how important that is. Teach them what Qigong teaches them about their body and how those organs are living in the body with the atmosphere, the water vapor, and the energy of their body living with that water vapor.
3: Well, but teach okay. them about the Qigong. Okay, let me continue with this story to illustrate what it is. Okay, okay. And so, so my first thing is I I check whether, how much water they take. And I recommend, uh, depending on their structure, anywhere from eight to ten glasses and more if you're a larger frame person. And she was taking only like two glasses of water. And also, the next thing I check is her breath her breathing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 85% of the population do not breathe properly, if not higher. Everybody breathes with their shoulders, and they shrug up their shoulders and drop them. And when they shrug, it's sort of like the fight and flight concept. And also when you shrug up your shoulders, you're tightening all the muscles around your neck and the back area. So that's why much of the population have shoulder problems. And some of them go for surgery, and it's not necessary if you will learn how to do the proper exercise. And believe you me, uh, before the exercise, proper posture and proper back, and that means uh, then thinking positively. And this is what I say. When you think negatively, you draw negative. So you draw toxins from the air. Well,
0: thinking negative tightens the muscles.
3: Exactly.
0: And so then when you you don't breathe properly... Can I back you up for a second? Uh, Dr. Chow, let me back you up because you said something about the exercise. The exercise of breathing. Are you talking
3: about the exercise of breathing? Well, there's exercise of proper breathing... And there's the exercise, movement exercises, still exercises. That is qigong. And I've developed uh, uh, qigong is is, uh, thousands of years old. But Mm -hmm. I've developed a particular style of chow medical qigong or the chow integrated healing system. So I'll go into a little bit of instruction to the people. And it can be just brief. And so then... Then so then we learn to feel the energy of the body and to see where these stress areas are and where the problem imbalanced energy area is. And that's very easy for people to learn and I teach it all the time. In fact, we had a great class this weekend again. And now, now
0: once in a while, Doctor Chow, I'm gonna back yes. you up so the audience understands <laughs> all <laughs> what you're talking. Okay. Because it's it, Okay, now when you're, you're talking about uh, Chigo and you're talking about them, you go, you're able to go in and um, with different parts of the body and yes. by uh, an application with your hands be able to learn more about what is happening with that area and throughout the body by yeah. how. How how are you, how did you learn how to do that? What is
3: qigong? Uh, qigong is um, well. We learned it when I was young. Okay, but however, you can learn any time. I have people who are ninety years old taking qigong right now <laughs> because it mm-hmm. is non-confrontive uh, uh, energy breath exercise, and that's very really important because that's where the breathing comes in is that you use your diaphragm to breathe. And and let me just give you an instruction shortly so people can pick it up and even practice it. So sitting up straight, and that means, you know, um, that you stretch the spine. Imagine a silver thread moving up the spine into the top of your head and up to God or whoever the the supreme is that you you relate to. And... So feel the stretch of your spine so that your vertebra isn't sitting on one of those so that have space. And then, and keep your shoulders back and relaxed, not forward, back and relax. And then your diaphragm is between your breastbone and your belly button or umbilicus, and where the uh, that's the diaphragm there. So that is where you close your lips first, and then move that diaphragm out. And everybody can practice it as I'm talking it. Move it way out and so that you feel that the, your, your diaphragm is hard. And then move it in. And then the breath comes out through your teeth. Make a hissing sound while you're practicing. And that helps to propel the oxygen to from the tip of your head to your toes and your fingertips. All right? So when you close your lips and you move the diaphragm out, air is brought in through the nose. You don't have to suck. If you suck, you will tense up your shoulder and muscles. And so just imagine you're hanging on the silver thread and everything is relaxed and you feel like water are just rolling down. And so... How
0: Dr. Chow, this, this, this is where we have to take a break, and it's the only one we do. Oh. Don't go okay. anywhere, and I know where you left off here. And I've got some questions, and we'll take our moment for our sponsor, and we'll be right back. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears I missed. Did you know at the surface of your eye is 99% water evaporating? What is your complaint of exhaustion? What is your complaints of, of allergies, uh, sitting at a computer, your everyday lifestyle, wearing glasses, vision impairment, all the way to blindness is over evaporation of water at the surface of the eye. Well, listen to our sponsor, Nature Tears Eye Mist, the supplement to be able to supplement the eye with tissue culture grade of water, a mist. We'll listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with Dr. Chow.
1: All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you.
2: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. Voiceamerica.com. listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at yahoo.com. That's Sharon Hour at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program.
0: Dr. Cal, uh, you were educating us uh, about what, what to-go exercise is. And you were saying that if, if a person wants to practice this, they, could, they sit in a chair. They can sit in a chair and/or stand up. Can you sit in a chair uh-huh. and/or stand up? And if they have to lie down, that's also
3: an al- okay. alternative. Okay.
0: okay, then you were teaching them on the breathing from the, the abdomen up through the diaphragm up to as far as you can bring that breath to the uh-huh. heavens above to the head above your head to be able to take that breath in
3: and do you hold that breath? Only as far as you extend your diaphragm and feel the diaphragm because you'll tighten the muscles there too if you practice properly. Okay. And then you were
0: mentioning the fact that's what's happened. We have to be careful because you were saying 80 to 85% people don't know how to breathe. I think it's Ninety-eight percent. I been agree done. with you. I just wanted to be more specific. <laughs> in fact, it's probably almost a hundred percent.
3: Yes, because uh, almost, we're, we're not it's, teaching it's our babies. Everybody I see it's hundred percent that I have to teach them how to breathe properly. Yeah, exactly.
0: And it's okay. almost—it's painful because they
3: never yes. breathe. Was and what is life on earth? They a they life on eat. earth
0: is breathing
3: yeah and breath is oxygen and oxygen well yeah, you've got to bring in life. that water vapor
0: it's like exactly. Dr. Pollock was teaching you've got to yes. you've got to, you're living like a battery with the water vapor of the air. If you're not exactly. going to breathe correctly, the body is not going to be able to uh, to electrolytically as a body uh, a battery charge up the body with that water vapor coming into the body exhaling, like a filtering, out of the body, through the skin, through the organs of the body. And, and if yes. you don't know how to do that, you're not going to be able to live and fight those diseases, and, 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 and you'll only be in remission.
3: Well, it, it comes to this. If you don't breathe, literally, you're dead, right? And you well, breathe it, If you exactly breathe Those toxins. Little. Then the waste then, collects
0: in the body, in the cells. Exactly. Like the, the, yes. the doctor who just won the Nobel. And the waste collects in the, in the cells of the body, which is in the molecule area. That waste is, mm-hmm. I call it manure, because you're not, uh-huh. you're not filtering that body out. That's right. And, uh-huh. Exactly. Now, in Kigo, thousands of years ago, what were they learning as time as passed? With the exercise, and we'll go back into the exercise in, in a minute. But in that exercise, in the body, doesn't it have l- little wind, little tunnels from the organs and through the blood, like little tunnels that you go in and, well, and you it's find a meridian. those? It's, it's not Yes.
1: Okay, meridian, we'll it, but can,
0: uh, I, can I do something? Dr. Yes. Chow, can I do something to help them picture this? It's almost like a little tunnel i giving you well, a
3: little no, bit of break. no, no, not a tunnel. It's like the artery and the vein system, the blood system, or mm-hmm. the lymphatic system, or the nervous system. So this is an energy system, and, there's, mm-hmm. and it, it moves in and out from the skin to the particular organ. And then it's associated to other parts of the body so that mm-hmm. you're a whole person. You're not just part. You're not just a kidney. The kidney is related to the bladder, and then the bladder is related to uh, the liver, and the liver is related to the heart. The heart is related to the spleen. So there's what we call the law of the five elements, and it's very interesting. The five elements in the basis of traditional Chinese medicine, and it's very fascinating because the five elements that represents the whole universe, it represents your whole body and each cell it is a microcosm of water, within of a macrocosm. Percentage of water. And water I'm coming is, is, yeah, There we go. Water, water is a very water important flowing. element. Yeah. Water okay. is one of the five elements that, without it, it you would die. Nothing,
0: nothing. Nothing
3: flows. No, nothing flows, and so the elements are fire, earth, metal, water, and then wood. And so those are the five that are representing your total self and representing the whole world, the whole universe. Mm-hmm. So in in our concept of holism, that we are integrally connected with each other. So your health affects me, and my That's health right. affects there we everybody go. Thank else. You. Yes, and just just in the essence of your being is what is healing. So you have a good positive mental attitude then you will draw good energy and you'll influence other people likewise. And if you're negative, you'll be bringing negative aspects and you'll be influencing everybody in this world. This with is a good place attitude. to discuss
0: Dr. Dr. Emoto.
3: Uh, oh, tell yes. the, the audience about him. Uh, he since passed away. Uh, I have had a fortune, good fortune, of having met, and uh, met with Dr. Iwamoto before he died, and now I have the fortune to meet the lady Michiko, who is carrying on his work of peace for uh, 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 peace in the world. And she's going to be coming to San Francisco, and I hope that you'll have her on the show too at some time. So she's carrying on his work. So Dr. Imodo, and uh, we've done some experiment too. He says that positive action and thought affects water, and so does negative. Even joking negatively can affect the water. So he brings it to a crystalline state, freezing it to the crystalline state, and examines the uh, under the microscope, and found that positive aspect create. Beautiful, clear, uh, intricate crystals, and those that is affected by negative joking, even or just saying "I hate you," or, and um, it will show mutated, brown, ugly mass, non-crystal forming, and so that has influenced the world. And for that, this is why we use a positive attitude as a first measure to all my clients and all my students. For example, you think you're speaking positively. However, even the common questions that, oh, why don't we go to a movie? Versus, hey, let's go to the movie. And if you were on television, I can demonstrate how immediately it affects your energy. That when you say, why don't we go to the movie? You see, even your mind is saying, oh, yeah, why don't we? You know, and it's negative. And that with energy testing, it will show that you will have not the energy. And when you just immediately change it around and say, hey, let's go to the movie, your energy in testing you, it stays strong. So that means when it's strong, your immune system is strong. And if mm-hmm. it's weak, then your immune system is weak. Okay, Um,
0: I'm going to bring up, let me stop there for a second and bring up something so important. Okay, so we're saying where Dr. Moto had done a lot, he was in Japan, he's done a lot of research before he passed on understanding the behavior of water as a living life, as an organism of life, water. And you could put the water in five different glasses, and you could do certain things with each glass. One glass could have music, another glass could have uh, a negative, another glass could have uh, uh-huh. other th- different things going on, behavior of, uh, around it. And he found uh-huh. and proved with his research that the water, each glass was affected by what was happening around that glass of water. I have yeah. said, you have said, that relationship and that discovery is when the human body is made up of water, and that water is ma- living in the water vapor of our life to breathe, to keep us alive, that atmosphere, that water vapor. And it's a, like yes. Dr. Pollock said, it's a, we're a battery. So what Dr. Imoto was trying to teach us, we are a battery. We are living with water, and how we live our life and our choices of life affect everybody else. And it affects our lifestyle and our health, and how we're well, living so on this planet with nature.
3: Can I share you share with you some experiments we have done, and that's okay. with actual people that have healed okay. and uh, and also with plants as well. Uh, my and, with, and, with, and with plants? Did you say plants? Yes. Yeah, oh, plants. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want our research yes. center to study plants. Okay. Yes. So that. In the human, then, um, we talk about, uh, drinking water. So when I have my, uh, my pay, a or students uh, drink water, I have them hold the water and think and pray and forgive and love and compassion, all of that, before they drink it. And when they take it without thinking these, they can taste The distance of the water. When they, when they meditate on it, it tastes more pure and lighter and more expanded and sweeter than the water that came from the same source. And that's heavier and it's like not too tasty and it's harder to swallow. So just that. Now, in plants, when I go, uh, to Toronto, let's say, uh, I stay at students' home. And they always buy two plants before I come. One is put into my bedroom, and the other is placed in the dining table. And people can try this, too, yourself, okay, the listeners. And and so the plant, let's say um, a plant that's in bud, they never buy it full bloom. And so one night in my bedroom, the flowers are opened. And the one in the dining table still is in the bud. The second day, the flowers are totally open, and the plant has grown two inches. And the dining table still remains the same after two days. And however, three and four days, unfortunately, my plant in my room has grown so fast that the bloom has already overbloomed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the one the dining table still is. Now, the other thing is that I asked the, uh, my students to do a research. And so, one, they send good energy to the water, and they buy two plants and place it at different ends of the, of the house.
1: Because if you put
3: it in the same room, the energy will mix it. And so they, so they bless the water and think good thoughts when they water the one plant and the other they just take it and just pour it in you know the water. And, and they've done this with plants who are dying almost dead and it has revived the plant and the two plants that they're sending good water and then ordinary water they one with, uh, with good uh, meditative water it grows four times as big as the other take it in a month's time it's mm-hmm. phenomenal and every it is. one of the I've listeners,
0: studied, I've, I've, I believe listeners. that. I've watched it. Yeah. 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 But, but
3: I want your listeners to try this. It's very exciting when they see wow,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
3: one is the same size when you got it, and then mm-hmm. one is four times the size, or, or it depends on your energy, too, of course. And it may even just a little bit bigger. They should be happy. All right? So, well, but we're back to that. Uh,
0: we're back to that battery. But the human, yes. the, that our bodies, because it's water, and that yes. battery is charging with the water vapor of the air electrolytically, and that's why this evaporation discovery is when we're each also, evaporating water that we are trying to not over-evaporate, but yet we're trying to keep an, a good rhythm of evaporation yes. and no differently than the earth is hanging on to trying to have a healthy water vapor, healthy surface fresh water for all the life well, on earth, the fresh water on earth, and the water vapor to be able to electrolytically
3: recycle itself and be healthy. But let's come back to the compound of water, H2O. O is oxygen, and that's very important. Okay. Without the O, there's no water. Right. So without the breath, uh, there's diminished or void of moisture, and so right. and now now moving back into the healing field, that they are discovering, for example, cancer, one of the most advanced treatment right now, because of the uh, terrible results of chemotherapy, and sometimes people die from the treatment rather right. than the cancer, <laughs> chemotherapy and radiation. Well, it burns the bad, the good cells as well. It destroys the good cells. Right. right, As well. And I'm not sure that it has that much effect on the cancer cell because it's killing the good cells. So, anyway, there's a very low percentage of success rate. And a lot of research has done this. And if we concentrate on, uh, for example, the new treatment I'm talking about is that they're taking oxygen and injecting it into the cell. And they're finding great success with that. And also, Germany takes a lead in that uh, in that treatment. I've heard so about it. Oxygen, back to oxygen. So therefore, water is oxygen component, and then your breath is oxygen component. And we've so only got a component. minute.
0: We've only got a minute left, darn it. Yeah. Um,
3: So the other so one to add to that really the strongest oxygen. Yeah. Therapy, yeah, and the yeah. natural. Now, you know,
0: real quickly, before you go, you just had con- a congress worldwide of people yes. coming in from all over like, four years. all 17. over the world,
3: and oh, we have how wonderful best. We have the best experts in the world every year. This is our seventeenth, and next year, eighteenth, will be in Honolulu. It'll be the end of September,
1: and I want wow. everybody
3: to join us there because every year we have very exciting. Uh, 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 expert, and they have a scientific forum too as well, and so therefore mm-hmm. we discuss the science and the art, and they actually mm-hmm. learn how to do certain styles of qigong. While they're there mm-hmm. for martial arts, you know that the Shaolin Temple monks—they're the best mm-hmm. known in the world—and they are—they do an extremely fantastic exhibit: swords and as uh, uh, spears and all that and nothing mm-hmm. cuts them and nothing spears through them and that's wow. how powerful qigong is so martial mm-hmm. arts is a hard qi and a soft qi is a healing medicine qi and so what I found is most important just a couple of seconds more is that my uh, my signature prescription is at least 8 hugs a day and it's left cheek to left cheek. So it's heart to heart. So the SHL, heart to heart, heart, eight at least. You can have a hundred, but you still have to start with number one the next day. And then mm-hmm. three belly aching laughs. Those are the greatest healing at most of my clients say. I love coming here because the energy is so great. It's so happy. Mm-hmm. And that's what well, we, we need we in both the world. know
0: people who do, you, you know, you, you know, Tai Chi. And uh, yes. Steve Lauer, real oh, uh, quickly, cool. yeah. out of Chicago as a Tai Chi instructor, and it's for 26 years, I have people in China that will never stop Tai Chi ever uh, because yeah. of that exercise and that therapy that it provides them. They said they can never believe anybody not wanting to learn to do it because of what you taught us
3: today. Well, I have to quickly say that I died three times in 2015. And it was Qigong that brought me back. And I lost my voice because of a mishap in surgery. And they said, I'll never talk again. I didn't have even breath. And now my voice Mm -hmm. isn't back to uh, soprano singing like I did, but at least you can hear me. And it is through Qigong because they didn't prescribe any medical uh, rehab or anything because they felt I was a senior and you know, I'm way senior, and uh, as I practice, 50 years already. You know, more than that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. senior I am, and I'm proud of it. And so, therefore, it was cheap going that really. Well, you let, you knew my you life. had
0: to think. You knew you had to think positive, for your body Absolutely. to react to the water and the atmosphere yeah. and what you've learned with uh, yes. you go and breathing. That if you don't think positive, you wouldn't heal.
3: And I drink ten glasses of water a day, <laughs> and the eye mist is really good because this is what I find. People don't notice how dry their eyes are until I say, "Hey, would you like to try this?" I said, "Oh my gosh, it feels so good!" Yeah, tears, tears. <laughs> yeah, and they don't we're, at, we're <laughs> out of yeah.
0: time. Darn it, Doctor Chao.
3: <laughs> well, thank you very oh, much. I enjoyed. I'm,
0: oh my gosh, I'm sure the audience. Yes. Yes. you
3: will do it again I when you
0: find them. a free moment. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. You have a great day and and God bless.
3: Thank you. And, well, you, and you too. Well. Right. Bye bye. Thank you.
0: Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, we're out. Of, we're out of time, and i always say, embrace your life with every precious moment of what you just heard and our guests for all these ten years. But always remember to embrace somebody else's life like all of our guests do every moment of their day and like I do with the will of the gift we've been given. But earth whisper, don't say goodbye. Leave something for all those generations of children to come to know you cared about them and the future of our planet and our our eternity of life. Thank you for listening and you be well.